Hey, yo, welcome to the Spurs Fan Podcast. If you are a Spurs fan, this is the place to be. I'm just going to uh, talk a little Spurs basketball. Um, I don't know, about the past week and a half or so, I'd say. Um, all right, so let's jump into it. First things first, um, we got to give credit where it's due. Holy crap, DeMar DeRozan is playing better than Kawhi Leonard. I <laughs> never thought I'd say that. Now, there, I mean, obviously that doesn't include the, um, the defensive end because Kawhi is a phenom on the defensive end. There's no, I mean, the, the dude the other night had a, a steal where he wasn't even looking. He dove backwards and got us. It was just crazy. Anyway, so, so far this year, um, Jamar is averaging 28, 8, and 6. Eight, uh, 8 assists a game and 6 rebounds a game and the 28 points on basically 50% shooting. And what I predicted before the season that uh, LaMarcus and um, DeMar would just feast on teams in the mid-range is it has come true. Um, it has been just beautiful to watch because most NBA teams, they, they want to force you into a long jump shot, a mid-range jump shot. And that's what the Spurs, they've kind of tuned their offense to um, that's where we want to shoot. So most teams are f- forcing us to shoot what we want. So anyway, um, with that being said, it's just been... It, we've had um, a couple bad games, but um, we took a loss to the Timberwolves... Or, I'm sorry, to the um, Portland Trailblazers, who the Trailblazers look good this year. Um, we'd lost on the road. Um, it, it's tough to get... A, they, I think they only lost eight times last year in Portland. So there's that, and then... We dropped an ugly home game to um, the Pacers, but with that being said, the Pacers shot like 58% for the game from the field and 57 for three, including 17 threes. So unless you're just also shooting crazy hot, you're probably going to lose that game no matter who you play. So anyway, um, we took care of uh, business against LeBron twice, which is always huge. Um, It it seems like, uh, you know, we... I don't know if we say we have his number, but I feel like Pop knows what to do um, better than most coaches when it comes to playing uh, against LeBron. Um, Pop just, he's seen it all. So, like, there's not too much you're going to be able to throw it up where he's just going to feel overwhelmed. Um, But in both games, uh, the first game where we lost the the eight-point lead with, you know, a minute left, that was silly. Um, Those things can be fixed. Um, But... Uh, with that being said, it was really great to see, um, come, come crunch time, uh, the whole world thought, you know, Tamar was getting the rock, but nope, it, they had a uh, Patty waiting to pin down the screen, came down, took it right around LaMarcus and, uh, took it in and, uh, buried the jumper to win the game. So stuff like that is just, it makes me happy to see that, um, you know, even though we do not have Kawhi anymore. Um, and he does look good. He's been playing well for Toronto. Good for him. But um, just because we don't have Kawhi doesn't mean that we're not going to be contenders. Um, I think it's a very, very, very bright sign that this early in the season, um, our young guys uh, have stepped up too. Brent Forbes he cannot be said enough how good he has played. Um, I, I want I could be wrong about this, but I think out of the seven games we've played or six games that we've played. Um, I believe Brent Forbes has scored double figures in almost all of them. 
And we don't need him to be a 20-point night guy. We just need some kind of production. Um, we need him hitting those threes, stretching the floor, making it harder on defenses. So uh, I'm excited about our youth. Um, and like we t- I talked about last episode, and this is all without two, in my opinion, two very important rotation guys. One in the rookie, Lonnie Walker, and two, Derek White. And then obviously not even counting DeJounte, who's our starting point guard, who is going to just finally be unleashed in the system and then he goes down so with all that being said I feel like this season could have got off to a way worse start um, the only like I said the only game I wasn't super happy about was Indiana but again if Indiana's going to shoot 57% for the game what, what are you what are you supposed to do shoot 60 <laughs> um, so anyway uh, last night um, the Spurs or I guess we'll start two nights ago uh, two nights ago the Spurs played a tough game um against the Mavs, you know, anytime you play anybody in your division, it's going to be a close, you know, for the most part, it's going to be a pretty well-fought game. Um, they know us, we know them, there's no secrets about what they want to do. Um, and then the the other thing about Dallas, and a lot of people sleep on this, Dallas is so well-coached, like, even years where um, Carlisle didn't have the best, um, you know, roster, he always had those guys playing tough. So, uh, last, or two days ago, we played the Mavs, um, actually went to overtime, and in overtime, we did our thing, um, DeMar took over, he's really becoming the guy, and I could be wrong about this, I think he's closed out four, or three or four games now, where he's hit a shot in the last minute, or overtime, to seal it, so, those, these are all positive things in my eyes, um, I mean, I think we're obviously going to get better um, as time goes along. The more we gel, uh, it's really going to help us. Uh, right now, like I said, we're just young. We're still kind of figuring things out. But with the guidance of Jamar and LaMarcus, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm becoming more and more uh, optimistic that this could be a really, really good team. And especially come a couple months when we get both all of our guys back um at least Lonnie and Derek um DeJounte if if we if he even came back this year I'm assuming it would be next year but um it would be maybe late in the playoffs if we made it to June but like I said even then it would take quite a bit of rehab and things to go right for him to come back so um last night Spurs played the Suns beat the hell out of the Suns as we should um, the Suns are not good. Um, they're not a team that we should even, you know, they shouldn't be within 10 points of us. And sure enough, they we beat them by 30. We beat the hell out of them. That's another thing about this team. Um, oh, and before I forget, last night, I believe this is the stat, LaMarcus and DeMar were 20 of 24 shooting together. 59 points, all said and done. Um, yeah, that's always... You love to see those guys uh, putting in work and being the leaders and, you know, kind of showing these young dudes, like, hey, this is how it's going to work. This is how we're going to win. Everybody has to chip in. If you're not going to chip in, this is not going to work. Um, so anyway, um, some other teams uh, maybe to keep a lookout for in the next couple weeks. Um I'm trying to think. Oh, the, the Nuggets are a team that will poise interesting problems for us when we play them. Um, I'd really like another shot at... I mean, obviously we'll get we'll get another shot, but 
I'd love another opportunity to beat um, Portland. They are a really good team, but I feel like we, we should be able to beat them. Um, we are um, expertly coached, and, and that's the other thing. Pop needs so much uh, praise for the way that we've come out and played so far. Um, it's not a mistake, uh, all the mid-range jump shots and the way the offense is running. Oh, and another guy before I forget, Rudy Gay has been awesome for us. He's not putting in 20 a game or anything, but geez louise, he's just like, he's the best role player right now for us. And I love that part of it. Um, that really helps uh, when you have a guy on the floor who knows it, like, you know, knows his role, so to speak. He knows um, what he's needed, what he needs, um, what Pop's going to need from him, and what we can expect from every night is so crucial, um, especially with all the uh, injuries, you know? So... Uh, I'm excited uh, about this team. Um, I've said it again. Um, it, it does hurt my heart to um, look out there and not see Tony, who, by the way, the other night he had like 28 points and 13 assists or something, um, which I was happy to see for him. Uh, still never, he should never have left the Spurs. It's silly that he did. Um, he should have stuck around, uh, you know, at least... Kind of see, and man, he would have been the starting point guard. He would have had so much play, play time this year. Um, so it is what it is. Can't change it. But um, maybe in the future, uh, you know, lifelongers will look at the Tony experiment and be like, "Yeah, I'm just going to stay with my team." Doesn't I mean he's going? He's he's going to be back. He's going to retire Spurs. So that's not um, the big thing. I just it it sucks as a fan to see your guy out there playing for a team that he, you know he doesn't give a crap about. So, um, anyway, it's not, it's not a, a deal breaker. It's not, you know, the end of the world or whatever, but it would have been nice to have Tony <laughs> this year. We, we really could have used him. All right. So I think that's all I have to cover really this week. Um, a, uh, solid week from Spurs basketball. Um, you'll notice slowly but surely um, the media is starting to talk about DeMar and how well he's been playing. And I even saw a, a side-by-side comparison last night on NBA, uh, on ESPN, um, after the Spurs game of how Kawhi's doing and how DeMar's doing. And like I said, I'm not knocking um, Kawhi on the defensive end. Kawhi is twice the d- defender um, DeMar is. But DeMar has been so good. Because um, one of the deficiencies that, um, even though, you know, just being honest... Uh, love me some Kawhi, but he was not the greatest passer, especially out of the double team. Um, Damar and Rudy and LaMarcus have a chemistry, and it's obvious when they play together, um, especially out of the pick and roll. I've really enjoyed watching the way Rudy um, and the Spurs have shared the ball together. Um, and Damar and LaMarcus, like I said, that pick and roll have been just dangerous. Um, Damar has gotten really good at sucking in that second guy. So the big, whoever the big is guarding LaMarcus on the screen, he's done a really good job of almost freezing him and then taking him over, you know, pulling his guy in and then dumping it down to LaMarcus. Um, they had a crazy play last night where did that exact same thing I'm talking about. Threw it up to the rim, LaMarcus got a hand up and it like, <laughs> like deflected off of his hand directly into the goal. And you could see as LaMarcus ran up the court, he's like laughing, like, wow, this that was very lucky. <laughs> but anyway, um, like I said, uh, basketball. Um, I am super excited um, just to see where the season's going. 
Uh, I know there are there we're gonna have rough points in the season, so you know just prepare yourself for that. We could have a two game, three game losing streak just because the pieces are so new. But I'm not going to let that affect the big picture. Big picture this year for me is getting in the playoffs and just showing most of these people um, that don't believe in our Spurs that you know this is a that we're a real uh, a real legitimate contender. Um, so we'll just take a real quick look um, at what's coming up. So the five and two Spurs will take on the four and three New Orleans Pelicans, who are playing at a crazy pace so far this season. Um, you know that game is going to be obvious. It's going to be a lot of Anthony Davis. Um, Pop always does a good job on teams with one real threat, making us basically kill all the other uh, you know heads of the, the heads of the snakes and leave the one. Um, and let Anthony Davis try to do it by himself. And that will be Saturday, um, November 3rd. And then uh, Sunday, November 4th, um, we'll play a back-to-back. We will play Orlando in San Antonio as well. So two back-to-back home games is always nice. Um, And then next week, we'll also play the Heat uh, on Wednesday. Just giving you a little forecast for what your Spurs week looks like. And then Saturday, we have a big game on NBA TV, Spurs-Rockets. The Rockets are 1-5. Wow. Did not see that coming. Um, and I think, yeah, so that's really, so this next week we play the Rockets, Heat, uh, Magic, and Pelicans. And like I said, the Pelicans starts on Saturday, so we have... Um, a two-day, nice little two-day break. Get home, let the boys get some, some rest, eat some home meals. You know, practice in their home, uh, in their gym. Um, so yeah, other than that, I, I'm super excited about this team. Um, I think the, the, uh, the opportunities there for uh, Pop and these guys to make a run. So we'll see how all this looks in about uh, a month. So anyway, until next time. Thanks for checking out the Spurs Fan Podcast. Uh, Like, share, review, all that good stuff. Uh, Until next time, guys, I'm out of here.